you're quite familiar with and it's a continuation of my uh, message I wanted to wrap that do not get distracted do not get distracted let your attention be here say I am attentive Say, I'm fully awake. awake. I am alert. I'm vigilant in spirit. spirit. Amen. Amen. So what God is going to release to you right now, there are words that you should with because these are words that will form you. Hallelujah. These are words that will form you. Words that will transform you. Words that will reshape in your course. Words that will put you in the right direction and projection of life. So listen to these words as if your life fully depends on it. A man will learn a profession. A man will learn a trade. A man will get involved in some kind of education for a set time, let's say four years, uh, six years, maybe 25 years. And you realize that the entire life of the man will be hinged on that particular education. So people just have a skill, maybe a certificate or how do we call it, but they build their entire life based on that 
qualification so this tells us the importance of the time that we spend in terms of spiritual investment into our lives because physically a man can do a diploma maybe six months one year or maybe three years a man can do a certificate anything and that then becomes part of the man's life all the days of his life and everywhere that the man goes to if he presents the document you say that okay i obtained this you can verify it i obtained this, this is the number you can verify it becomes part of of us one thing i've realized that many people have not taken things that seriously when it comes to matters concerning the spirit and even sometimes matters concerning governance when we come i was talking to uh ella and my wife and uh, i was just trying to bring up a certain observation that in certain portions, certain parts of the world, we have not really taken some of these things very seriously, especially when it comes to governance and when it comes to planning for the years, planning for the ages. So let's say a 50-year plan or a 100-year plan. So many of the developments or many of the classifications in the world, many of the developments that you see in the world which actually brings us to the point of classification that okay there is the developing world and then there is the underdeveloped world or they will say uh, developing world just to make you feel uh, very comfortable it's because of the seriousness of governance is because of the seriousness of certain time frames and the visions that accompanied that particular time frame. And I've always made known to you that one of the things that seems lacking when it comes to kingdom matters is, is this. So you realize that practically speaking, many people have infiltrated uh, the church or many who have even infiltrated uh, the natural life of men with all sort of philosophies and these are these ideologies that have been built years and they will tell themselves that we have this number of years to push this agenda do you get it it doesn't matter they don't care whether they die in the process all that they know is that they have a vision hallelujah whether it's a vision as a result of the corruption of their eyes or as a result of a contamination of their spirit they don't care what they see in their mind's eye what they are visualizing is what they will promote and it doesn't matter whether they achieve it now or whether it is achievable through a building of systems are you here with me so they naturally put in things for instance you might have rejections from the beginning but that does not stop the promotion of the agenda it doesn't stop the promotion of the agenda. So, oh my, God, my wife was saying that uh, this thing, yeah, sometimes if you don't take care about it, I realize it has taken over. It goes in little by little. The first time you show some level of resistance, by the time you realize it's like you are accepting 
But then I realize you are fully supportive. But then I realize you don't care again. You realize it is an entire plan. And the enemy is very careful with the plan. He doesn't care the number of years. Say 50 years, 100 years. Same way with the development of nations. If only men will consider themselves as conduits of excellence for a particular nation and not just uh, channels through which our corruption can easily be executed, you realize that nations will move forward if men will not just think about the sustenance of themselves and their families. Nations are going to move very, very forward because whatever it takes to design plans or to put in systems or, or the education of crime. Have you realized that sometimes the level of education of our politicians you think they are not aware of, 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 of some of the success stories that you've heard from other nations? Of course, many of them school, they know themselves very well. Probably some of them went to the same big schools that you want to go to. They met there. They know themselves very well. And yet still, we find problems with the foundation. Hallelujah. So you realize that if a nation would really want to achieve excellence, if we really want to go far, it depends so much on the individual. The angle, the angle from which you see things really matters. So as a people, as, as children of God, we need to have plans and I'm talking about God's vision. Do you get it? You need to be plugged into God's vision. You need to find yourself plugged into God's agenda. There was an entire period I, I preached about this. Rather, the church is just full of uh, rather divisions. We are just fighting ourselves, and whilst the enemy is just also advancing, they are they are together. Have you ever seen? Let me let me use. Have you ever seen maybe uh, mar marijuana agenda group fighting alcohol agenda group before? Have you ever seen alcohol agenda group fighting LGBTQ before? Diversities, but within the same one body. Doesn't the Bible tell that be not drunk with wine? But that is azotia. That is the battery. It says that, does it also say that flee away from uncleanness, lasciviousness, and all those things? It says the same thing. So it categorizes them as one body, and yet that one body is united. Hallelujah. And that has been one of the greatest uh, decline in the church. And you know what was that? The secret that falls that is pride. So in the church era, you said you have various divisions. You listen to this. Eh, I'm a I'm a five Calvinist. Eh, okay, I'm a three point Arminianist. Eh, okay, no me, I don't believe in any of them. Okay, I'm a reformed person. I'm this and that. And all of them, they have problems with the faults of all of this. Meanwhile, LGBTQ doesn't have fault with alcoholism. Alcoholism doesn't have fault with what? 
marijuana. Marijuana doesn't have what, what are the social vices. Uh, let's say, uh, let me even bring in rape and all that. They work together. They work together. But there are different lines all together. But when you go there, you say, it is one. So sometimes we, the, the church comes to a place where we begin to doubt whether uh, is God really here or is God really there? What is the mind of God concerning the church? Because if God's intention, or let, let, let's go to the words of Jesus. Jesus said that I've called you and I've ordained you that you should go forth and bear what fruits and that the fruits should remain. Meaning that your anointing, your confirmation, your establishment, your ordination is from the Lord and you have been empowered to be fruitful. Meaning that go and then make impact, spread, occupy, have the influence. That is the words of Jesus unto, unto us. When he said he's the vine and we are the branches. Hallelujah. What did he do? He was a dispenser of life. Hallelujah. And his kind of life is life to its fullest capacity. Amen. But here we find many, many things within the church where now, instead of the church agreeing on the common Christ that we have, we rather try to find faults with one another. And then we wonder why the prophecies concerning the church is not how come how come peter will stand up on that day and speak that this thing this thing that you're seeing is not just for you but for your children's children and all that he spoke about the blessings he spoke about the outpouring so to a greater extent we are supposed to see greater manifestations as jesus said greater things very very i say unto you greater things shall you do hallelujah so you realize that many many things has has somewhat somehow infiltrated the church and that that in itself you know it is a projection of the enemy to weaken the systems of the church hallelujah and these schemes they are carefully planned hallelujah and they do not present themselves as principalities or powers in your what mindset but they rather come in the form of ideologies. They come in the form of philosophies. They come in the form of thoughts. They come in the form of imagination. They come in the form of I know it all. I'm puffed up. Do you get it? Even Paul cautioned about the abundance of revelation. Revelation is for you to be launched into uh, a greater extent of manifestation or for you to be a perfect representation of who the Lord is. And yet he warns about it that sometimes you can be filled with abundance of revelation and you rather end up being puffed up instead of Christ being revealed. Hallelujah. And this is what leads to uh, this whole mess where now instead of walking and correcting and rebuking and doing all the things that the word expects us to do in love, we rather do it in what? In pride. And without even knowing it. So this ends up weakening the legs, the very foundations of the church we're supposed to start. Amen. It weakens the legs of the church. It cripples the church. It slows down the church. The world has come to the place where they know how to agree with themselves. 
to pursue an agenda and it can be presented it is all rights and freedoms it begins as things that are acceptable oh I have the right to life I have the right to education I have the right of what uh, freedom to speech freedom of speech I have the right to do anything so it's good though but then you do not understand the foundation of that say this after me say lord help me to stay awake help me to stay awake lord fill me with your revelational knowledge Lord, fill me with your spirit of love. Lord, fill me with your spirit of love. Amen. Amen. So it's 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 quite it's quite strange. So I believe that when it comes to some of these developments or the strengthening of the church systems, we really have to go back to the very foundations, looking at Jesus. And you realize that the apostles never pointed us to any Thing apart from Jesus. He is the main goal. He is the prize. He is the purpose. He is the ultimate attainment. His 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 the pursuit of our hearts. That's what our hearts is desiring for. He's the one that we are following. He's the one that we are learning of his ways. Is the one that we belong to. Jesus demonstrated a strategy to us, and this strategy was shadowed in the man Melchizedek. Melchizedek represented royalty and priesthood. Under normal circumstances, royalty goes with a sense of pride and arrogance and being puffed up. However, In the midst of all these enormous authority, it is coupled with priesthood. Hallelujah. And priesthood is actually uh, ministry, meaning that so much power has been delegated to the church. That power delegated to the church is not for personal gains, is not for just individual benefits but it's for the purpose of what service hallelujah we are meant to serve and to serve in love and that is what we call the work of the ministry hallelujah and it comes in diverse diverse forms so the church the church, the, the church must wake up and you know how the church will wake up when the individual members of the church wake up and we realize that we are not really that different Hallelujah. When we all wake up and we realize we are not, we, we, we begin to take things seriously. We're just making a later comparison, like the systems of education in different places of the world. 
So you realize that a child is put into an atmosphere where you are thinking innovation, you are thinking invention, you are thinking something that is practical and very applicable to life. And you find a system of education where we went through the same, follow the same. And you only see the effect after many years, maybe 10 years, 20 years, or 50 years. And that brings great differences between superpowers and underpowers. I hope there's a word like that. <laughs> Without power or below power. So you look up to the superpowers for. I'm not even trying to preach about dominance and uh, nation building. I'm actually targeting promoting God's kingdom. Promoting God's kingdom because the point is the church ought to be serious. The church ought to take the word literally and put themselves into the church to say that this is what we perceive. This is what we can see. What do you think the scripture meant by uh, where, where sin abounded, grace even superabounds? We found ourselves where there's so much deterioration. Hallelujah. Degeneration. Backward thinking. Though there might be advancement in a few areas. But you can see everything not really going that well according to uh, I mean God's desire for mankind everything is not really going that well so what will the church do can we can the church also say that let us come together let's pray let's fast into this let's consider these things this is what they have planned. And the thing that we shouldn't even look at their plan to influence how we plan. No, we should we should have vision. You should you should be able to see. Is it be not ignorant of the devices? The time that we seem to wake up is time when the thing the, the, the operation has been rolled already. Then it's like, hey, what is happening in the world? The world is messing up. No, this has been planned, yes. Don't you get it? This has been planned years. You only saw it being rolled over. Like, when you saw it being rolled over, then you thought that, hey, it is now started. And when this is rolled over, but I realize it has become the norm of the day. The Lord help the church. One colleague of mine actually said, Pastor ah, Samuel, if the people, if even the ministers of God are fighting all over, how will they, the ordinary people, like 
He was just using his natural judgment that look at what is happening. Look, 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 look at this. Look at this. He, he, he was just pointing things to me. Look at this. So how would they, the ordinary people, be even convinced to come to church? Or to say that they are coming, going to even follow? May the Lord deliver us from our pride. It's, it's, it's one of the schemes of the enemy. It will make you feel that, oh, 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 I know, I know. I know, I know. Oh, he doesn't know, he doesn't. So you belittle other God's servants. And the enemies take it, okay. He has a checklist. They said, okay, yes, I've been filtrated with pride. Ah, once pride is there, it precedes a great fall. It will be very difficult for them to be humble. So the word of God will not be able to penetrate into their hearts. Then they will mock and laugh that we have brought them down. We've hewn the victories down. Those that are supposed to be pillars, we pulled them out. We've destroyed the foundation. They cannot stand. They are powerless. They, they, they have nothing to say. We, we, we control them. We don't have to wait until we see signs of a great falling before we wake up knowing that the enemy is at work. He said, be vigilant. He said, be alert. Be mindful. Be careful. For your enemy, the adversary, he walks as a roaring lion, like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. If there's anything the serpent would devour, who, who is it going to devour? What was prophesied in Genesis? The war has always been between the seeds. The seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. I saw a video of one guy. There was a snake moving. And he was not fearful. So I said he has a nice way of skills. So the snake did as if it was coming towards the guy. And the guy just stepped on the head. Then held the tail and pulled the snake and the snake died. Serpent, and you know, I, I know he, was, he might be doing it for fun, like to show that that is guy or something. But it also ministered to me a lot. Treading upon scorpions and serpents, smashing the head, and then dislodging all the skeleton of the, pulling them apart. To the point, the serpent became lifeless. Whilst others were shouting, ee, 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 ee. he knows, he understands. Do you think he could easily do that to a python or an anaconda? It was just a little snake, that's why he was able to do that. But I think that one, he's a champion. You deal with the things 
when they are little. Because when they progress to a bigger stage, it might be very difficult to win the battle. It might be very, very difficult to win the battle. That's why you are warned of the serpent and the dragon. Hallelujah. It is the same nature, but then there's transition from the state of the serpent to the place of the dragon. The dragon is big, loud, can spew out water, can bring out all sorts of what things. He said, that one, he deceived the whole world. the whole world. And that is what we are seeing. Sometimes I just, I'm just going, oh God. Like, you can see the serpent operation fully. And it's deception, so you don't know. So he has deceived the whole world and has even infiltrated into the church. Disarming the church. So if any man is not conscious enough to put on the entire armory of God, you realize that, like, you don't even know, your belt of truth, your guard is down. You have no breastplate of righteousness. Your, your heart can easily be shot with an arrow. Mm. And when it happens, what happens? Death comes to you. Your head is not fully protected. No shield. No sword to attack. No form of defense. Is a put on the whole armor of God. What does it mean? It means that the church, the church must be so alert. Like, he said, I don't put down your armor, your armory. So be instant in season and out of season. So whether you think it's time for war or it's not time for war, he said, don't look at that. Just be ready. Hallelujah. Because what we are into. It's a game of deceptions. So, whilst you are thinking that you are okay, you have no idea that the enemy is just at your, your back gate. Haven't you seen houses that they have locked? They have locked with burglar proof. They have, they have closed the distance. And then still there's a break, break in of, of, of this thing. How do you call it? Arm robbers. When you are leaving your house, haven't you heard stories where people have locked their house, they think everything is secure, they come back and everything has been removed from the house. When you think you are safe, then all of these things come. He said, be a fellow soldier. Put on the armory every time, be instant in season and out of season. He calls it a good fight. Contend for the faith at all points. You must contain for the faith. Say, lay hold on eternal life. It means that let it reflect in every angle, every face, and every endeavor of your life. Lay hold on it. Like it should, it should be seen everywhere. It must penetrate into every part of your being. It must be seen in anything that you do. Lay hold on it. In your mind, oh yes, I have the eternal life of God. That is true. But he's still telling you, why would you know new creation more than Paul? Is it not the one that told you a new creation? And yes, he's telling you that there's a good fight of faith. Contend for the faith. 
and lay hold on because the church can easily put down its guards. The church can easily forget the armory. Joseph, as a soldier, be ready for battle at all times. You need to be ready. Second twenty three. 14. So, but continue then thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Meaning that there's no point that you should neglect what you have started in. There should be no point. You must continue. Because the one that you think you're battling with is always ready when you think he has left your life for you he has not left your life what has he come to do he comes to steal to kill and to what destroy that is what he comes to do so if he's not able to kill you he'll steal from you if he's not able to steal from you he'll find a way to destroy you so if you are not so much aware of the life you carry, if you are not so much aware of the armory, if you are not so conscious of what God is doing, how will you manage when there's a sudden attack? And how will you even descend? And that is, it pains me like I see it so clearly. I see so clearly in the church. Many many people in the church do not see do not see some of these things as, 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 as an attack even on the church. There's a serious attack on the church. Someone will ask, how come? How come in one church there are a thousand and one doctrines? This isn't, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't. And everybody says that my own, my own is right. It's a very, very, very huge attack on the church. It's a continue in the things that thou hast learned. Continue. In the things that I have learned. And I from a child that thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness i'm emphasizing the hours all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness that the man of god you see there's a reason why i am i'm emphasizing on this Sometimes many of us think that uh, we are far away from God or we are not men of God. 
Do you know why you are thinking like that? Because you did not continue in the things that thou hast learned. There's no one that will be consistent with the word. There's no one that will be consistent with prayer. There's no one that will be consistent with development, personal development, like in terms of uh, reading. There's no way. Don't you realize what actually gave you a transformation in your life? What makes you a little bit different from ordinary believers? And the pattern is the same. There's no one that will be in the presence and not come to that identity. And if I say, man of God, not necessarily, I'm not saying that, okay, maybe you by force being at the pulpit. No. But I'm talking about how God actually sees his people when they go through the entire process of maturity. He says, so that you will be perfect, truly finished unto all good works. How many of you know that all believers are called unto good works? And I think I've laid a lot of foundation on that. So my entire message is that we need to be able to discern the times. The church has to get serious with understanding the plans of God for the ages. And not passively just... Uh, passively believing, okay, yes, yes, it's okay, yes, I concur, like, it's okay, yes, I agree. Uh, that's, that's supposed to be the move of God. No. Something that you should be involved in. It's like, you have been hired. Like how Jesus went and hired people. Or the master went and hired people. You have been hired and you are being paid for it. That is how serious, that's how serious you are supposed to take this to labor for the kingdom. Generally, we all agree. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. God, God's grace is upon us. We are doing well and all that. But practically, you do not do it as a slave of righteousness or a servant of the master or uh, one that has been hired. And that will be certainly paid by the Lord. Usually because we feel that there's no, the reward uh, is not worth the risk. Yesterday, a preacher said, I don't know whether one preacher I heard on air said something that when people are going to see the president when you when you when you when you tell people whether they like the president whether you like ndc or mpp any party that you like whoever is the president despite your the party you belong to if you are called or there's an opportunity to meet the president you don't mind Hallelujah. Do you, you don't care what you don't care about your part, like all that you want is you might have even insulted him. 
But when there's an opportunity to meet him, I'm sure you'll be glad you want to take a picture or you would even want to shake his hands. Or you want to sit down, just, just even at five minutes, talk with the president. That is the honor that we give to our earthly authorities. And then he made another sad one. That one was about the church, the church's response compared to that. So if you say we are meeting the president or you are traveling tomorrow, well, well <laughs> some of you will get there five hours before because you you can't sleep or like it, you, you don't want the plane to leave you. As you are there, you don't want to miss the flight, like you don't want the plane to leave. If the plane left you, then the, the, the intensity of the witchcraft is serious. Like how people, people will sleep and forget their flight. Then the witchcraft is really really serious but practically even if you are going to write exams you don't want to get there late and if you are getting there late you know what you are accumulating in your head or you know what you are doing you are trying to take the last minute uh photographic what <laughs> images or you know what you are going to do so when you get there you just deliver I had a friend like that you always end time maybe 10 or 15 minutes before hey after the after the this day after the exams have started and then he will also answer the questions more and you come hey, hey, hey. so he knows he knows what is packing him but under normal circumstance you will respond quickly is it really our father is it really our king? Is it really the president that is resident in our hearts? Is it really the way his is respect and honor? Because we have esteemed earthly presidency. The honor is different. You see it as a lifetime opportunity. We don't treat him the same. That's why we do not see the expected results. Men can lock themselves up because an instruction has been given. Go and wait for me. The instruction of Jesus, and they were waiting. Imagine you are waiting, and nothing is happening. Well, Jesus is not moving, and you are just waiting. Obedience. I believe there were some of us, some who said, Charlie, the Jesus you are talking about, Charlie, he's no longer here. I mean, let us all go and do whatever we have to do. I said, wait, tarry, tarry, obedience. And you saw the togetherness, just 120 people and see the outburst of revival. That was just the beginning of the church. It is our era 
what is the estimate of uh, uh, the Christian Christianity? The our numbers. Is that about two billion or one billion or what? How they say? I mean, professing believers. The discipline of the one twenty. This was the description. They were with one mind. They were in one accord. They had one heart, and they had all things in common. That was the level of this. Somebody who said, "Oh, Bijanet is getting bigger. It's very difficult to manage." I'm talking about just even the qualities. If we have these qualities, every vision is supposed to move to the next level with that. If these qualities are present, and it's the same, you see. Hmm, do you know why certain companies are even doing very very well? Many of the principles they are applying, but they don't know that it's they are even biblical principles because most of them can be found in the scriptures. One of the basic universal principles is that seed time and harvest. So companies do not really care. They, you might not say you might think that it's human principle, but no, it's it's God the principle seed time and harvest. So a company will say, okay, ah, okay, let's go to, let's allow ourselves to uh, go into. Uh, IPOs, okay, will be listed. So if we are listed, okay, we will raise enough funds. People will buy our shares and all that. Then we'll go into expansion. From the beginning, do you know that profit is not coming? Do you know that profit is not coming? Like you are trying to start something. There's so much money. Whatever you have raised, yes, people have brought it, but you are now going to put it into into how do you call it? Projects, expansion one, expansion two, expansion three, expansion four. It looks like money is going, money is going. But wait, with proper organizational structures and systems put in place, it is just a matter of time. Whatever seed that they broadcasted in ten years time or in twenty years time, and they are patient. They are patient and and they calculate they calculate the risk. Okay, maybe for the first five years we might not do well. More much money will be paid to workers and all that without actual profit coming in. But let's project that. Okay, in the next ten years we should be able to start making something. Fifteen years, twenty years, fifty years, and then they are established superpowers, established industries. Many of the success stories, you can find the roots of the success in that they may not present it as Bible. You see motivational speakers speaking on vision, speaking on purpose, speaking on uh, uh, mission, speaking on planning, speak, speaking on setting goals. There's nothing that you cannot find in the scripture. If you like, take take any of the motivational books. And then uh, upload it into an AI. Let's be perplexity AI. Just put it there. Then ask the AI. Maybe using Copilot's book. Tell the AI that okay, it should give you scriptures. They might have written the book. They have written the book, but because the book is going out, they wouldn't. Uh, it's going to different people from different different backgrounds. 
So it's going to the Middle East, it's going to Asia, it's going to. So it doesn't have to be that religious because they are trying to serve humanity. So they end up just maybe writing quotes. It's just a few that will might put one or two scriptures that okay, this even support this and that. But almost everything there. Tell tell the AI to develop the scriptures that they use for you. And you will see clearly scripture for everything. Hallelujah. So that has been the the, 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 the weakness of the church failing to really be able to plan and then also not taking things seriously as we ought to until we see things deteriorate and then there's a wake up. Until we hear that, hey, the government is going to is contemplating on the galas, then you see churches stand up, let us pray against this, let us pray against that. Where were you when 50 years, 100 years ago, the plan was laid out for the entire world? And the plan has been followed. Uh, they've got into implementation execution stage. Then you are now coming to what? About the plan. With what foundation? And interestingly, many of the things that you really want to abort, they are, they are, they are guided by policy. So when those things are spoken into pain or, or they are written and, 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 and stamped and accepted, who are you? You can't, you can't, you can't do anything about it. I remember when Bishop Doug went to South Africa and he, no, he was just preaching the word of God and mistakenly he went to say something. Nobody would tell you, but I tell you, like police people, they are all over the place. Hey, what we are saying is not consistent with our laws. We do not believe in what you are saying. If you are preaching, preach what you are preaching, and then the persecution that you face. Because they go to the point of legalizing, creating policies that have been standard, very difficult to operate. Very, very difficult. In this part of our world, we don't take documentation serious. We don't take any of those things seriously. And that has been the weakness, the weaknesses of the church. That has been the weakness of the church. You know what, the church is supposed to be strong and moving forward. We must be crazy about what we believe in. We must be crazy like to continue in the things which we have learned. These are able to make us wise unto salvation. makes us wise. We are not the first group trying to battle most of the systems of the world. No. What we are saying that they can have their 
plan, they can do whatever they want to do. But the impact of the church is supposed to be greater. Because where sin abounds, grace superabounds. Hallelujah. That is how it's supposed to be. So where there is so much darkness, we are supposed to see what? The intensity of our shining. The intensity of our brightness. That is how it ought to be. So let's not take things lightly in this part of our world. We should, we should change the let us get together. Let us join our minds. And let us pursue God's vision. Last week I emphasized on what is really going to help the church. And one of the things I made you understand is the concept of a descent and accent. Hallelujah. Descending and ascending. So descending into the lowest parts and ascending into the highest parts. Then I spoke about the concept of humility. Hallelujah. Amen. Humility. When humility is in place, when humility is established in the heart of man. You see the whole scripture of Philippians 2. You see love binding people together. You see each man esteeming the other person greater than So it's like, I see you as greater than me. You also see me as greater than me. This is not, we are not talking about maybe rebelling against authority or something like that. But my estimation of you is actually God's value of you. So I see you as royalty. I see you as a priest. I see you as the glory of God. Do you understand? I see you from that angle. And this is without dissimulation without hypocrisy is full of the fire of God's love giving reference to the uniqueness of every member of the body getting to the place where now you don't even allow something this to infiltrate into your heart that will even uh, kill your fire so that he speaks about disputes and memories. See, oh, it's as that maybe we'll read it. I'll, I'll read it for you before we go. But I'm just giving you an idea of it. So stop grumbling. Stop memorying. If you keep on grumbling, memory, you'll not, you'll not receive the ministry of the other person. Jesus showed us. Let's go to Philippians. Philippians. Say, Lord, help me 
Lord, help me to be humble. Okay, so I'm going to read it very fast. Philippians chapter 2. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and, and mercies, is that fulfill in my joy, that ye be like-minded. Can we be like-minded? For the sake of time, I will not talk much, but I will just emphasize on the point. Be ye what like-minded one of the points then two he said having the same love having the same love how can you have the same love that means there's something that we love which is what come on so we are like-minded we are having the same love so if we have the same love for ourselves same love for a project same love for a ministry same love for like we should be like-minded there is a pain of one accord like-mindedness having the same love and being of one accord and of one what mind one accord meaning that when we decide to move in a particular direction we have the same spirit so that the spirit is what one you have the spirit if we say you are one with the spirit of god it means that what the what the spirit of god is doing is the same direction in which you are moving so now in one spirit what god is doing with the church what God is doing in this generation is the same way that we also pursue the same thing. Same spirit, same mind, many one accord. It's a let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Do you understand the point he's trying to push out there? He's trying to say that let us not be selfish. There's a let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. So Christ our Lord operated with the mindset. Hallelujah. And he has listed them. Is that this mind, the things that he has listed, then he started to elaborate. Let this mind be in you, which was also in what? Christ. Who being in the form of God taught it not a robbery to be equal with God made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant hallelujah so now christ our king our royalty our master he himself took upon himself what the form of what a servant 
and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name let's look at it critically wherefore God had what highly exalted him so what, what happened before He was really a priest so his divinity revealed there then he left his divinity took upon himself the fashion of man the nature of servanthood and he was obedient so obedience and submission to the will of the father in the spirit of humility obedience to the will of the father and what happened wherefore god had highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name so there's a reward for following even the pattern and if you look at those that walk with jesus he promised them of blessings here and blessings in the ages to come and we can even see how these people have their names registered in certain books that ordinary men do not find their names in and not just that but even the foundations and the gates of the architecture displayed in the book of revelation you can see the names of these guys matching up all because of what they said and jesus also said that if you want to see greatness greatness is not in just appearing great or being puffed up before men everybody coming to serve you you know that's how we feel like we feel that we are great when others come to serve us or we feel that we've gotten somewhere when you are sitting there and then people come oh daddy papa like jesus showed us a way Be instant in season and out of season. Put on the whole armory of God. If a man would want to be great, he himself must first go through the path of greatness, which is what service. So to the believer, the path of greatness is actually service. And when we talk about greatness, you look at Jesus and how his greatness 
or his success was defined so jesus was deemed successful and prosperous because of the most excellent name that was given to him and that name came as a result of what says so now in the realms of the spirit he is at the highest of the highest hallelujah so meaning that he is at the highest in terms of glory in terms of light in terms of brightness hallelujah in terms of authority that is his position so when we are talking about greatness here do not just limit yourself to the earthly definition of greatness think about life hereafter do you get it yes so greatness in the kingdom comes through submission and that greatness is more of getting to the place of obtaining the prize hallelujah the goal which is actually acquiring jesus i know you have jesus hallelujah i know you have jesus but there's something that the apostle said that yes we know we have jesus but it's rather jesus has us do you get it it's it's, it's rather that way he rather has you like he's having you and now you have to ascend to the place of fully understanding that so he put it this way that almost everything that we do is through a dark glass but then there's a point where it is what face to face he also put it in this description that there is an understanding of god concerning his children and that understanding he desires that his children will ascend to that same level where we will now be one in mind in perception where your mind is just thinking like how god would think how does he see you how do you see yourselves currently there is a very big gap and there is that call to wake up to that place once we respond to that call you begin to see changes even in your personal life because now it's like okay it's not about just god loves me or god has saved me but i really really understand hallelujah understanding is what makes the difference between uh us you know that understand is what makes the difference amongst us i can come and teach but not all of us will understand the same way some will understand it deeply others will understand it shallow others will not even get it at all understanding when you understand you accept when you understand it changes everything your your attitude towards it changes why will people presidents of nations begin to push certain agenda because they have an understanding of what they want or what they seek 
and they know the results of what they seek. So they keep on pushing. As a church, we need to have an understanding of what God is doing on the earth. And how we can plug ourselves into this. Humility is very, very important. That will lead us to serve well. And that will lead us to greatly also shine. Jesus showed the way. Therefore, wherefore, he has been given a name that is above every name. That are the name of Jesus. Every knee of things in heaven, on the earth, under the earth, responds by bowing. Let's be understanding. so much power and authority you have shown us the pathway of our master Jesus you have shown us the way of the spirit your word says that we should be co-spirited we should be one in mind and with one accord 
having the same pursuit, being like-minded and having the same love. We pray that your love will be stirred up in us. We pray that we will witness great changes in our spiritual advancement. Lord, let there be a change of perception and perspectives, O oh Lord, that we may see you the way you are, that we may see our fellow believers the way you see them, that we will know of your ways, that we will live to the glory of the Father. Lord, we do not want to find ourselves in a situation where we are doing our own beatings, but we want to find ourselves panting after the waters of the Spirit, Lord. We need you more than anything at this moment in our lives. Lord, your word says that where degeneration abounds, your grace even superabounds. We are here as vessels of your grace. Use us mightily. Use us to change perspectives, Lord. Use us to change societies, Lord. Use us to impact the life of neighbors, families, communities, nations. May we be engulfed in this glory. May we be encapsulated in your love. May we be caught up, Lord. Knowing you and pursuing you in all that we do. Let the glory be revealed. Show us the pathway of servanthood. That we may exercise our royal priesthood in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the spirit of revelation. We thank you for your life in us, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We hand over to the Lord. Amen. Please just stretch with our hands towards our man of pray for him. Pray a 